Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 137. I'm Sean, and joined with me on this Happy Hour Podcast, we have Off Road Testify Andy. It's good to be here under oath. <laughs> Tony Katz. Yes, hello. And our guest of honor, author, world traveler. That's true. Your friend. All two statements. Tony. I almost said Tony Katz. Tommy. (laughs) I am none of those. Tommy is in studio. My God. Like, I mean, I wait how long to get back on here and you don't even get my name right. It's like, been I mean, so place, long, Tommy. I'm in a new professional I, studio. I thought maybe the level of professionalism had gone up, but. We had it for a moment, but it immediately I, went away. I'm also about as, I'm about as opposite of an author and a world traveler as you can get. That's right. That's yeah, right. No, really. That's right. Once Tony's been to LA County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, Tony yeah. once went to Riverside. Yeah. Never would go back. Never left the state. Never, uh. You are a world traveler. Your world is just much smaller. Yeah, it's yeah. to Arizona and right. Vegas is about as far as it goes. <laughs> Likes the heat. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying a cold one with us on this uh, happy hour pod. Uh, drinking here. Andy, tell us what we're drinking. So I've got a uh, pumpkin ale from uh, Elysian Brewing called the Night Owl. So yeah, we're into October I do now. as well. Um, if you want to go uh, check out our Instagram, we've got a nice little recipe involving the pumpkin ale. We'll be posting uh, that uh, today if you're listening to this uh, Friday the 4th. It'll be there. Tony's.take. How's the Elysian compare, pumpkin beer-wise? Uh, I wish I had another one right next to me to compare. But uh, <laughs> We had no, one last year at the Post Ace. Uh, that one's the Cider Company. Yes. I don't think it's good at all. Okay. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a few of them that just... Well. There's yeah, a few well, of them that just go. aren't good. Like they're, yeah. It's like pumpkin water, and like this is actually like a really a real beer it's, with some spices. Legion does nice. I'm not a oh, big yeah. IPA guy either, but I like like space dust. I, I love like the a lot. space yeah, dust. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I'll say this though. So I did have this one at Disneyland on Saturday. Okay. With a pumpkin churro, and about the time <laughs> I was gearing towards the end of the beer, I was ready to. Pumpkined out? Yeah, yeah. You went hard. Yeah, that's a... I really did. I just churro and pumpkin beer. Yeah, that actually is a lot to put in, a lot of sweetness and whatnot. But I just took a sip of it. Which is good. It is very pumpkin-y. It's almost like you're drinking pumpkin bread or something. Pumpkin pie going on. Pumpkin bread, very (laughs) underrated as far as the breads go. That's like my mom's specialty. Really? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to see her this weekend. I am expecting... She t- brings I mean, like little torpedoes, uh, uh, aluminum foil wrapped pumpkin bread. Yeah, I, I'm expecting one. Nice. Well, it's, if not now, when? Right. This is the exactly. this is the time. This is pumpkin bread season. She carries that all the way through Christmas. I think. Oh man, so yeah. good. Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, I think we've got a couple of things we'll get into uh, today. One of which your latest escapades over uh, over the pond. Yes. Uh, where all did you go? Okay, so I did Paris for four days by myself, and then I met up with friends and my sister in uh, Santorini in Greece for six nights, I believe. And we did two days in Mykonos, the rest in Santorini. Did you say hi to Tony's family? <laughs> uh, yeah, Greek, right? I, I, mean, I definitely have family out there. I would my, say so. Uh, There's a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. My, the guy with the mustache betting on guys soccer games. Similar. Yeah, right. <laughs> my uncles. <laughs> yes, in the OTB. <laughs> my, uh, my uncles and dad, obviously, since they're related as brothers, they all they definitely have aunts and uncles and cousins that are all out there. Yeah. My uh, family, I know my grandpa, when he was around, they owned a house out there that they would visit like every summer. They, my uncles would go. My 
grandma and grandpa would go, but yeah. I'm not sure if they still have it. They might, but where was I, it? What <clears throat> do you know where? Uh, Tripoli. Okay. So, but it was funny because when you uh, had your Instagram post of where you were at and stuff, and you had like your just your videos, I think of like yeah. around. I was actually showing it to my uncle, and he knew exactly really where it was. Okay. Like he, he loves Greece. If he had it his way, he would be. It was. I, I tell there. you what, no one ever told me anything about it. No one ever was like, "Hey, you got to go to Greece," or "Oh my god, you got to go to Greece." But oh my god, you got to go to Greece. Like yeah. it, it's amazing. Like it was Everybody, so nice. The weather was amazing. The people were amazing. Like we, there's. I'm sure there's a hundred islands or however many islands there are. So I was just on two of them: Santorini and Mykonos. and Mykonos, uh, and just laid over in Athens. So I didn't do any. I didn't spend any time in Athens. But uh, you know, Mykonos was more like Vegasy. You know, like yeah. people are going out till six in the morning, like oh, you're yeah. going out at midnight, you're eating dinner late, That's uh, stay by the pool all day. Definitely kind of how my family was. Whenever my uncles are, <clears throat> whenever he's talking about when he used to party out there, it was literally like they, yeah. like you said, they don't go out to like midnight. Oh, no, yeah. And I experienced the whole like the late eating because uh, when I was a kid, my, so my uncle married a Greek woman, like he met her in Greece, they got married in Greece really? and that was when he was living here and he went out there, met her and they was very like quickly arranged, yeah. which I mean, the year it's a different culture yeah, out there. Know how that was, right? So, uh, <laughs> they got married and then they came out here. And then I remember one time as a kid, I must've been like 11 or 12. I was, uh, over at their place. And I remember it was like a Monday or Tuesday night during like the school week too. And I, we did not eat dinner until about nine 30 at night Yeah, Dang. on like a Monday night. And it was just, to me, it was kind of like, that's weird, but it's really how they are. They're just very super late. late yeah. Stuff. Super laid back. Everything was nice. I mean, if you like seafood, Obviously, oh. it's um, the seafood is completely amazing. You're right there. Cherry tomatoes is another one. I didn't know until I got there, but cherry tomatoes uh, for Santorini, or that's 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 their thing. So they throw them in everything. They're really good, you know. But oh yeah, Andy, I just learned you don't like tomatoes. So do they take yeah. siesta over there. They do not. Okay. They didn't take siesta over. That's there. That's like a Spain thing, isn't Spain, it? Spain. I saw in Spain, like Mykonos, they like they sleep until noon. I don't know if that counts. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, when, you're out, like, when you're out till six. <laughs> yeah, everyone is asleep the entire day. But uh, Santorini was more like you rent like a sailboat, or you get on the charter boats, and you go out snorkeling, and you go mm. to little coves, you hit the beaches and stuff. Um, there's a side of it that's open later that has bars, but the side we were on only had like one bar and it wasn't, you know, it was the one bar that was open. So it was fine. But mm -hmm. if you want to like party, like Mykonos was the island, but it has those white buildings, you know, set into the cliffs that you see in oh, all yeah, the pictures. Incredible. And the water is so blue. I mean, it's amazing. That's oh, and they cold water. There are cold water people out there. Uh, oh. like we stayed in a nice, like a villa, obviously no hot water. And, uh, the water in the sea is freezing. And then we also went to like a VIP, like a pool, um, Cavo Tagu. You can that's you can Google that. Uh, it's a nice place. Cavo Tagu. Yes, and their water, the pool water, was freezing. Oh. So and you would think, obviously, it's ninety degrees. It's outside. At some point, it would be warm. So they're intentionally wow cooling down the water. So I don't know what it is, but I got kind of used to it. It was kind of nice. So for a while, when I got back, I was taking cold showers. But now I'm <laughs> now that the weather's getting a little cold. Now I'm now I'm off it. Now I'm back to hot showers. Yeah. But huh. uh, yeah, but amazing food, the culture, everything was just like fantastic, you know. And once you get there, not expensive at all. The flights, the flight, whatever, you know, you have to pay a grand to get out there. But once you get there, food, drinks, everything's really not expensive. You ever do like so? You went to Paris first. Do you yes. is that your hub? Because I'm noticing, I'm looking at going out there for my thirtieth. Okay, seems like Paris and uh, London are the cheapest areas to yes. fly into well yeah because they've always so lax always has 20 flights a day going out there so yeah you, paris london probably barcelona too yeah i bet 
Um, those are always they always have a ton going. And then probably just, one of the Germany's probably Munich or something has about another. Vienna. That'd be a, Vienna is gorgeous. I was at Vienna. Vienna is great. I really liked it. Yeah. Because then be once like you're the there too, Europe, yeah. you just take a puddle jumper for forty one dollars. Yes, their equivalent of Southwest, wherever you want. Yes, I mean once you're there, it's basically like being in the middle of the United States. Like you know what I mean? You can hop on a little plane and be almost anywhere in Europe in like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's super easy and super cheap usually. I quote uh, Eurotrip: "Europe's small. It's like the size of the mall." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why airline travel is so less expensive over there and. Cell phones are extremely cheap over there, too. They pay like 30 euros a month for their thing. And I asked people mm. about it, and they were just like, oh, because there's so much competition. I'm like, I pay like 180 bucks a month for my yeah. cell phone. And they laughed at me. They're like, how is that possible? Stupid I'm like, how is it possible you pay 30? And they're like, oh, there's, there's – like if our company just starts charging too much, we just go to another company. Like, okay. Well, right. you could always go to Cricket Wireless if you want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, you That's could. True, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just not going to have signal anywhere. Like I, when, yeah. I went from Sprint. I paid $60 a month. But I had signal for shit everywhere in the whole wide world. Yeah. I went to Verizon for 100 Yeah. The juice is worth the squeeze. I have signal everywhere. Yes. And so um, they, are, they are a sponsor, so... Uh, this portion... Actually, really? we do have a sponsor on this pod tonight. Hey, uh, all right. Um, it actually is kind of funny because it's uh, food-related, and uh, I kind of feel a little slow Ooh. right now after uh, a second helping of Tommy made lasagna for us. He did, yes. And it was very good. Exceptional. Thank you. Lasagna is one of my favorite foods. Yes. It's my mother, Mary Banks, her recipe. Shout so out. Her, uh, yeah, shout out to mom for that one. But that thing, I don't know if you held, if you think. I didn't like, hold it. It weighs like 10 pounds. Like it was, there's so much Ugh. meat and cheese compressed in that meal there that, oof, right? I mean, I could easily nod out right now. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, to heat up a how, little bit. How long you know? have you been uh, cooking that lasagna since you Forever. learned to do it? You know what? When I first moved out in like my 20s or whatever, uh, I lived with a bunch of guys, you know, four or five guys, and for whatever reason, I always wound up being the one that was cooking for everybody. So I just learned that kind of stuff pretty quick. And my mom always had recipes because me and my friends always were at my house eating like everything. That's kind of like everything uh, in the fridge, you know. That's actually kind of like Turtle. He seems to enjoy cooking for everybody. Yeah. Our, our buddy that you also know yes. very well. Goose yeah. on he, the pod. he called me out. He's like, "Why don't you ever want to eat with us?" I was like, do you not like my cooking? I was oh. Like, uh, oh. I just like to make my own stuff. Really? Yeah. You're kind of finicky about Andy. that, right? No, it just... Andy I mean, did not eat lasagna tonight. <laughs> not the eat way. the just lasagna because so you know, of tomatoes. Know, contentious moment before yeah. the podcast, but... That's no, it's like a lot of times island out there by himself. I know. Yeah, that's why you put him over there. He's exiled in the congressional <laughs> chair. I mean, he makes he makes uh, kind of the same stuff, and he made wedge salads the other day. Yeah, I'm like that's not my thing at all. Really, I, I hate lettuce just in general. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't hate it. I just yeah. I'll never eat like a an okay. iceberg lettuce salad. Andy's food groups are meat. And sour gum. No, 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 I like a lot of different things. Just <laughs> ease up here. I like a lot of different things. I make my own stuff. Yeah, he makes good food. It's good stuff. But Potatoes. Really? You grill some good stuff. Yeah. We tried to get you over to our friend's house because yeah. we, first off, we didn't want to go to the store. And then we're like, oh, Andy just come over and cook <laughs> yeah. for us. But yeah. he uh, didn't respond. Made some really good mango salsa. Really? I remember week. that. Yeah, I've had. Now, I've I, I, I'm not good at. Um, like that kind of stuff, like salsas or sauces or that kind of thing, or gravies. Like, I'm not too good at that. That sauce I made today, that I can do that. But tomato Delicious. sauce, you know, or gravy, whatever you want to call it. But I took a helping of that and poured it on top of my lasagna, oh, dunked so good, the bread right? in it. It's just all tomatoes, oh. basically, you know, just all tomatoes cooking for a couple hours. So I kind of have an issue with tomatoes when they're like really? solid. I don't know. They're just kind of like not necessary. 
but in sauce and uh, like, oh, like as a, like on a burger, like a ring of tomato. Like and that, sometimes you don't like? I'll have yeah, it. But sometimes not, they're bad. I but don't actually, know. it's I don't even know why to be honest. But it's always been a habit of mine as a kid that whenever I ordered a burger, yeah. I always say no tomatoes. I used to actually always say like no tomatoes and onions, but now I really onions. I, I get love. onions. I, I do onions. love onions now. I'll I learned to really onion, love onions. But a reg- straight uh, I like them both. A, a straight <laughs> up regular onion. Yeah. Get it out of here. Like a raw. I like onion. them both. There's bad breath. And no flavor. Now, you see, here's the thing. I don't get bad breath. Oh, well, Tommy, not all of us are superhuman. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I, it's a weird thing. I don't know. But I can eat an onion like... I don't I don't know if I have you. bad breath to people around me, but I can taste you it think myself. You think yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I cross I my like teeth I've and never floss, really had you know, but I don't either. ever get... Like, I've never had anyone tell me that I had bad breath, which I know is not necessarily meaning that I, I don't, but... So- I've got a helpful tip. I uh, did this last weekend. Keep a Listerine uh, you know, I had, pack. In no, your I had pocket. a uh, had a double double from In and Out with uh, the, the raw onion there. Yeah, nice. And then uh, went to bed and woke up two hours later and threw up. So <laughs> no more onions, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is that a tip for? Is yeah. that a tip for weight loss or is yeah. that a tip for good breath? What What is that? Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> come with good breath throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, well, no. that's probably better than the onion. Oh. Was it what happened? Just ate too late at night, or whatever, onions? or what was? The... I'm I'm uh, approaching thirty, and I don't think I can uh, have more than like six drinks in a night without. What about uh, oh, it was, so it was drinking related? It was alcohol how many boilermakers? Zero boilermakers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I didn't have that much, but Tony's trying to tell me that I had. Maybe I had more than I remembered. Yeah, no, he did. Usually, he, he definitely. Usually case, yeah. Yeah. I would guess that night he probably had six or seven. Whiskey drinks and then a a beer or two. How many beers? Just one beer. One beer. So in total, six, seven, eight. It was somewhere between six to eight (laughs) drinks, but it was. And these are his own like pours of the whiskey too. Oh yeah, it's not. So you're drinking a basic going out somewhere. So it's a it's a freehand pour is what I should say. That's I think what they call it outside of the bar. I guess I don't know. Have you ever gotten yourself sick from eating fast food late at night, non-alcohol related? No, I I think so. No. So what concerns me about it? I never fast food. Non-alcohol related late at night. Well, yeah. I have. I work at night, oh, so yeah, sometimes I have. That's an exception. But yeah, sometimes you get like it's. All right, this is a terrible thing to say about yourself, I guess. But you, everybody goes through like, oh, I'm working out, I'm eating well for like three months, and then I'm doing, I'm off the rails for a couple months, you know. So Robert Downey I, Jr. and shit. Yeah, you know. So at so, at a certain point, this is what usually this is my my rock bottom or whatever. Like I one time was just in a I hadn't been working out, hadn't been doing it, just been eating horribly, eating late, like stopping at Taco Bell on the way home. I've done that work plenty like of times, but that's drunk, but yeah. it's a mistake. And one time I ordered Carl's Jr. Oh and boy. I got like too much, but instead of just like putting it in the fridge or throwing it away, I was like, no, I got this. I'm just going to eat this because whatever. <laughs> yeah. And same thing as you, Andy. Like a couple hours later, I woke up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I got sick. And I was like the, the repulsed by myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I ate, I did this to myself. And then it, ch- it started me in a chain of like going and working out for so a couple of weeks, he, which then soon ended, you know, after he, that. He I'm, probably won't like me saying this, but uh, he won't listen to this anyway. But Wrecking Ball. I was with him one time, probably about five years ago. I think when we lived together, and uh, we went to Lazy Dog. It was he he worked there, or still does. Yeah. And it was uh, after he would get off his shift, he would sometimes hit me up, and I would meet him over there for happy hour or whatever. Yeah. And there was a time where he had it was some sort of app. I don't remember anything exactly, but it was like an appetizer. And then it was like the course. And I mean, if we've anyone here that's seen a meat course, then the appetizer. And then it was like a meal. And then it was like something else. 
It was like those. I want to say there was like a, a full meal. I forget what it was. Then there was like edamame. Ice cream, probably at the end. Then, well, they are yeah, the yeah, ice cream at the end, and then there was like the buffalo stick wings or whatever the little balls that they have there. The yeah. buffalo balls. I guess I'm not. <laughs> It's a wrong way to say it, but <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, I don't know if they. But uh, anyway, I just remember Buffalo Wild Wings or Lazy Dog. Man. I remember balls. sitting there with him, and all of a sudden it was like he didn't feel good, and he went to the bathroom at Lazy Dog and ended up puking in the bathroom. And then he ended up going home and throwing up a couple more times, and I was just oh. like, I was like, dude, what did you expect? Like what I watched shameful. you eat? Yeah, shameful performance. But uh, I've had it before. I think with me more so, it's I've gotten sick from eating. I don't want to say too much bad food, but it's. Only having bad food in my stomach. Yeah. So there was a time where I think it was actually I was at the post one night and I was maybe a drink or two, but nothing crazy yet. And I had eaten, I had ordered just onion rings, like a side of onion rings. And after that, we went to um, Afters, the ice cream place. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. And I ended up having one of those little concoctions of the donut and the ice cream. Ooh, so all so that was good. in my stomach since I had had lunch earlier in the day, but from yeah. about five o'clock on, all that was in my stomach was onion rings and the afters ice cream. Yeah. And I honestly couldn't sleep that night because I was, it's a weird feeling. Cause it's like, you don't feel like you're going to be sick, but it's your, you can't get comfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're disgusted with yourself. Cause then your mind's running with what you've put in there. The <laughs> yeah, last, right. Yeah. But the only thing, ultimately your own fault, right? The only that thing that's it, been right? in my body the last six hours, I thought was onion rings. And then this afters. And because of that, like, I don't, <laughs> make those mistakes anymore. I try not to at least. Well, I mean, it, you know, it happens once in a while. You try to limit them. Like. That's why a lot of times on like Friday nights, I tell a lot of people, and the people that hang out with me know this, I almost don't even eat on Friday nights. I just wait for that late night meal. I just keep my stomach empty and drink. And <laughs> I don't like, know if that's a good plan either. Only when I'm out drinking, I should say. It's it's not. I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's never not a good, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm happy that I'm uh, cheap because uh, with uh, Postmates <laughs> now, because, uh, you know, we know a guy who... Uh, Gets Postmates at four in the morning, gets his Wendy's or whatever. The- really? <laughs> yeah, and he gets milkshakes and. Really? It's like I, I've never used Postmates or Uber. I'm, I'm just too expensive. Food. Yeah, I'm just Is too it? cheap. Yeah, it's gotta I'm be right. Too cheap what, what, do they, what do they get you for? Like, what do they make delivery charge? You're gonna spend twenty to thirty dollars regardless of what you get. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you're just getting something from Wendy's, that's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I did it in New York, and it was cheap there. Okay. So yeah, that's guy rode his bike. Easier, I got a really good yeah, grilled cheese sandwich with bacon in it. Yeah. It to me in about six minutes. Ooh. And it was like 11 bucks. That was worth uh, that's, it. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal, right? But here, that $11 meal, let's just say it was, you know, eight bucks there, $3 uh, delivery. It'd probably be around 18 bucks. Oof. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, it gets steep. Yeah, for me, it doesn't, I don't, doesn't matter how hungry I am, I'm not going to do it. No. Mind. Probably cheaper to Uber to the place. <laughs> Get your food. And yeah, Uber, Uber, back. To, Uber to the drive-through. People, yeah, we used, yeah. To, used to take cabs to the drive-through. That I mean, we just expensive. did it last week. <laughs> it was an adventure. I heard. I, um, I don't go uh, to many drive-throughs. Every now and then, I'll crave Taco Bell. Yeah, and it's funny. I, I don't like know Taco what the Bell. hell I'm doing there. So yeah. like, uh, give me a number five, and I was like, that's just a burrito and a taco. Like, that's probably pretty small. I was like, give me two other tacos. Right. Halfway through that burrito, I was like, what the. F- Fuck, yeah, this is huge. Taco Bell always looks like. Oh, Taco Bell! I loved. Late you wind up with like Taco a fourteen dollar order. Like, oh yeah, like, what yeah. the heck? What happened? What just happened here? And the like, l- largest soda you've ever seen yep. in your life. And yep. It's like I just asked for a medium. <laughs> that's uh, what is that? I think I want to say it's Carl's Jr. That's very big with their what their mediums and larges are. Like a know. medium is basically a large, I think, and then like Crazy. a large is like an extra large, and an extra large is like a go fuck yourself. I used to really like <laughs> Carl's uh, breakfast burger. Yes, like ten years ago. 
That like was good the, stuff. Uh, I like all the breakfast. I try, you know, I, I you get older though. You try, I try to stay, try to stay away from fast food. Yeah, as yeah. Much as you can. No, I do. But I you do too. Something you're on the road, or it's unavoidable. It's, it's unavoidable. Yeah, like sometimes it's just I, unavoidable. But like, I think the most important thing too is knowing your body. Like I pick and choose. Like there's certain times where we'll be out on like the like road trips, especially, and it's yeah. early in the morning, and it's like. You'd stop by somewhere, and I even know myself. I'm like, I know what I can eat or can't eat right now because we're gonna be on a road trip <laughs> oh, yeah, too. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> now for breakfast, are you more of uh, like bacon and eggs and stuff like that, or are you more like burrito? I, I do both because especially because where I'm, I work family's restaurant. We have good. I have it all at myself, yeah, so it's just I pick and choose. Like a lot of times, I'll have bacon and eggs. Some mornings, I'll have the burritos. I'd say that I burrito maybe once a week sometimes not at all like i don't think really? i've had okay. one at all this week but I'll, i usually kind of make my own thing like a lot of times what i've been doing lately is i'll get like an egg over medium and then oh, love it love and eggs. uh and love rice it. and onions actually just the onions and uh like a little bit of cheese and i'll just put it in a bowl and mix it together right. and i kind yeah, of eat that so good yeah so I like it's not like too crazy I yeah I, I like them but i don't ever just order them i it, see them at the post all the time and they look great yeah but i'm more of like a get runny eggs and ham and yeah i would rather do that than burritos too if like i'm that. sitting down for breakfast at a restaurant yeah it's ron swanson it's yeah toast, right bacon <laughs> yeah. uh yeah cajun potatoes scrambled eggs yeah all that stuff yeah if you're in the car if you're going somewhere obviously the burrito is the way to go right because yeah, it's all that stuff in a tortilla yeah it's just in your hand you're good to go but yeah, but if I'm like you say, if I'm sitting down, I'll go cooked eggs, that kind of thing, over over the uh, over the other stuff any day. And I don't really eat like the chilaquiles or the no, that no. kind of stuff either. They look good, but yeah, not uh, the know. other people enjoy it. Yeah, right. Huevos <laughs> Rancheros looks really good. Never had it. You know, yeah. it looks looks like a lot. It looks like a, no chilaquiles looks like a lot of work. There's a lot of there's a lot going on. There's I don't like even layers. know what that dish looks like. It's it's a bunch of tortillas. There's like green sauce on there. It, I don't know. It looks like I don't a lot want green sauce in the morning, really. So. Yeah, it seems yeah, aggressive right? for a morning. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Andy, let's do our uh, our little ad. All right. So this episode is not sponsored by Blue Apron, but most podcasts are. Um, so <laughs> if you guys are, if the people at Blue Apron are, you know, willing, um, <laughs> I can do an ad because I am a customer. <laughs> so uh, the other day I did make uh, one of your dishes and. Uh, I do. I do appreciate that you just get everything like prepared for you, and you got good ingredients. And uh, I don't know if it's the best value, but it's a it's a cool idea. And we're here for you. <laughs> if you need if you need us to do some ads, because uh, I have a feeling your company's not doing as well as you uh, would like. But. <laughs> this is why I do the ads, right? Yeah, it took a dark, well, took a dark turn at that. You're end. begging, and then you're calling them out. Yes. I'm did just you saying, get did you get like a whole box of different meals or did you just get one? So my parents do it, so I will get one from grab there. one out of there. Yeah. What'd you think? You, I mean, um, what did you make? Yeah. So this one was um, panko crusted chicken with uh, potatoes with a yogurt sauce and um, like pickles, but not like they, you do them yourself. You put okay. the pick- pickles in vin- vinegar Ugh, first, I'm let out. them sit. Yeah. And then when the meal's done, then you take the cucumbers out and they're. Okay, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I like that that's stuff. That's right. Chicken, that's not too, that's a pretty easy one, right? Yeah. I did, my mom got me for like a, one of those kind of services for one Christmas and I got a box of them and stuff and they were pretty good. Like, it's easy. You just like throw it in a pan or throw it in the oven or whatever. Yeah. It's it's a good, it, they're good ingredients and they're good portions. Yeah. It's just, it's probably overpriced compared to if you could do all this stuff on your own, go to the grocery right. store. I was surprised oh. at the quality of the food that you get though. You know what I mean? Like, you'd think you're going to get like the rinky-dink little like carrots or piece of broccoli or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, it's it fresh produce. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it was decent food. Yeah. 
I've never done one. I have. I know my parents have done that. My sisters. It's good. Like especially it is like for, for everything they say. Like if you work a lot. Like if you just need something quick. You know what I mean. And you don't want to go. Like we were just talking about. You don't want to go fast food. Or it's it's yeah. not necessarily quick, but it's something they that tell you like the cook time. Don't. Yeah, they? and you don't. You don't need like skills. I'd say. Like, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's what it's. <laughs> so I was saying that something. Actually, I think it was earlier today when you guys were in the kitchen cooking. I said. Kitchen's just never been my specialty. And that's fine. Everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. Some people are like how you guys were, you and Paige were so passionate about being in there and good at it and doing everything. And I know Andy is also, and I know it brings joy to a couple other friends I have. But for me, it's almost like I'm in there and I'm just like, might as well just have me in the middle of a maze. Yeah. Just tell me to get out. Yeah. Because I don't know. Well, that's what I like about it is it kind of gives you ideas for things like, oh, I can incorporate this and something else. Yeah. Like, oh, that sauce was actually really easy. It was two ingredients. <laughs> And it was really good. I and that's probably the thing. I think I've never actually just took the time to actually sit in the kitchen one time with someone and learn how to like yeah, do probably. things. And I'm sure I... I did with my mom. That's how I learned. Yeah. And like I'll, I'll have no choice good. but to do that one of these days because I can't just live off of <laughs> At some point, you're sandwiches say, and quesadillas my whole yeah. life. I mean, I could, but it's I, like I shouldn't. Else, so it's not hard. Like, you like to cook. I like to cook. Like, like that thing in there took like two hours, two and a half hours, yeah. whatever. But you could... You could knock something like that out very Yeah, sure. It's not going to always be that long. Yeah, in an hour or whatever, you know, but... But I like it. I like the whole process. I like that's how I want. Like I work most nights. So if I don't work, I like to cook. You know, like people told me to get an instant pot, but I don't. For me, that's the opposite. Like I don't really need to make something quicker or to throw it in a pot and walk away. Like I like dicking around, watching the game while I'm chopping up stuff or cooking it up or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't. I like. I like the process. So for me, like I just yeah, I could spend all day in the kitchen just like with the game on or something, any kind of game on or whatever, just putzing around. So we don't have a promo code for you guys. <laughs> but check it out if you want. Put in the promo code Tony. It probably won't work. <laughs> Never know. What if it maybe, did? Maybe call <laughs> just them. a secret one. Contact the website so you you want yeah to be a sponsor. I mean, it gave them a great testimony. So yeah, <laughs> it was a good discussion. That's what they want. You like they want how I said real... testimony? By the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe <laughs> if this was videoed one day, hopefully. Which we are talking about doing a live pod. I would like really? that. Stay when, tuned. When they invent video technology, we'll be <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not wrong. Uh, we do have a promo code, uh, Tony, for some places. You know what I'm talking about, people, you listeners. Uh, but any uh, travel plans on the horizon for you? No, I don't actually. I don't have anything uh, on the horizon. I was thinking of maybe. Doing something around Christmas, I was talking to a buddy of mine who wanted to go to like Prague or something like that, or, or Vienna around there. Um, and I was all into that, but it kind of looks like that's falling through. So I don't know. I think uh, I probably I try. I, I the last couple of years I've been going twice, but I usually try to do something once a year. So maybe I'll just go and see my parents. They're back on the East Coast, so maybe I'll go back and see them at some point before the holidays. Maybe catch a Daniel Jones Giants. Maybe game. Maybe catch a Daniel Jones Giants game. My God, I thought that was the worst pick in the world. I, I, I can't even. We've we've actually talked about that on our <sighs> podcast. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, like right when he, right before he made his first start, and I said I was like, you know, because me being the gambler I am, I've bet on Duke's games, plenty of Duke sure, games, okay, believe yeah, it or yeah. not. And I said I've watched him play, Tuesday, and I was like, Tuesday Mac game, right? Not not those, but even like because <laughs> no, th- just... those games, yeah, you know, well, I have been on those yeah. too, plenty of times. I've even been on worse than that where it's like not even the Mac; it's like Louisiana Lafayette versus sure. it's like the Sun Belt or something. Yeah, if you get a good lay. And uh, anyway, I saw the the Duke, but it's like those games you have to like find them. They're on like the thirteen hundreds. They're like random like CBS Sports channels or yeah. Fox Sports. Even sometimes I've seen ACC games, and you really have to like find those games. But I've watched him play, and it was like he could always move, and then he could run when he would want to, and he would be effective when he would. Yeah. And I said that I feel like this could be 
a situation like Porzingis that when Porzingis was drafted, yeah. everyone booed him and it was kind of like, oh yeah, because they didn't know who he was. And then all of a sudden he became this great player and you were like, oh, wait a minute, we like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I said I could maybe see the same thing happening with Daniel Jones and it already seems like it's kind of going in that direction if things, there's well, already like a bunch of, there's already I mean, shirts out there that call or call like Daniel well, Jones you know and it is, stuff. It's and, like, I don't know who your guys' teams are, but like it was dark days for the Giants. Like I mean, you see it now, Eli. Listen, I love Eli. All Giants fans love yeah, Eli. Yeah, of course. For the Super I mean, he Bowls gave you his dues. He... But he was done a couple years ago. Oh, absolutely. They should have, management should have cleared this up a couple years ago. But you can see just the way Jones moves. Like Eli wouldn't have been able to score that touchdown oh, against the Buccaneers. Like he wouldn't have been able to run that one in. The way he throws. Like Eli used to have a big arm, but he doesn't anymore. And it's like that. You see it every day, and you kind of forget. It. And then Jones comes out there winging the ball around. You're like, all right, man, this guy's got a and, arm, uh, you know. I think it was Andy made a good point, or someone I was listening to it might have been either Andy or. Uh, another buddy of mine but they're talking about like when Barkley does come back yeah he might be even he'll should be more effective because I feel like yeah, before they were you know you knew Eli wasn't going to be able to like run or move or do certain yeah, things and now just key, st- you kind of have to respect what Jones has been doing and therefore it could open things up a little bit yeah. more for Barkley so well it's just I mean a couple years ago when the offensive line was terrible, like out of nowhere, nobody expected it and they were awful and Eli was getting sacked all the time. Like that should have been the key. They should have done something there. But everybody was bad mouthing the Barkley pick. Remember, they were like, oh, you should have taken Darnold or Rosen yeah. or Mayfield or blah, 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 blah. Like I love Barkley. I, I don't care. I, don't I think care. even plan, if Jones stink would had stunk, I would have still I mean, liked I Barkley. I think their but, plan also was get Barkley and then, you know, we'll let Eli have another year, or yeah, whatever, exactly. and then we'll go get one of those other quarterbacks because you had all those great quarterbacks that were in there, and yeah. I know a lot of people wanted them to get Haskins, but I don't know. Haskins, Daniel Jones I'll tell you might what, I, you, the, I didn't want Haskins. I obviously he was looked great in the one year, but Ohio State has never had a good quarterback in the pros. Never, yeah. never. Like that program is amazing. Like, they crank out pros left and right, yet not one good quarterback in how many years? Like twenty years. Right? I'm trying I to mean, think. Yeah, really, none of them have made it. I mean, yeah, there's no Craig like, Krenzel, Krenzel, like Hoy, Hoyer, Hoying, whatever his name was, both either. Like, I mean, yeah, who's the guy that won the Heisman? Didn't uh, Troy Smith win the Heisman? Yeah, uh, he was yeah, a backup also, for about five backup years for 10 and, years or whatever. Who was the yeah. guy that won the, in the bowl game for him? Yeah, Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones. Yeah. Jones is on a roster somewhere, yeah. right? JT, JT Barrett. Barrett yeah, I was just going to say he replaced Barrett or whatever. The it, other guy, uh, Braxton Miller, Braxton was going to be a wide receiver. Yep. I think he did do a wide receiver for a little bit or something. Right. Although I the mean, guy they got this year, I think he's actually really good. The transfer from from Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, I, wasn't, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't Fields, sold on Haskins yeah, coming Fields into is, that. But I honestly had no idea who Jones was. Like, I, I thought it was the well, worst. Well, what's also interesting pick. is <laughs> nowadays, more than probably ever before, these running quarterbacks from college are actually going to the pros and starting to actually yeah. be successful. The league's different now. I mean, it is different. More... I was actually listening to something yeah. earlier today. I think it was out yeah, this morning that talked about that, how certain offenses and stuff, like if this was a few years ago, and they even talked about how like in the 70s, 80s, a lot of the big players were like running backs and stuff. Yeah. Like, and then now it's like just such a quarterback-driven yeah. league. Like all your, Well, that's like, why all – I mean, the Giants fans were devastated because like this guy, everybody thought this guy was a stiff. And if like if you have a bad quarterback, like, you just suck oh, you can't do for anything. five years. You know? yeah. So, yeah, if that was Blaine Gabbard again or something like that. Yeah, like, like you're done. In the top ten you're sets you done. back. So now all of a sudden it's not – not only is it, hey, wow, it looks like Daniel Jones can play. It looks like he's a legitimate quarterback. And I know it's only two games. It's Tampa Bay and Washington. Like it's not yeah, – exactly. you know, I'm not going but, over the moon. Yeah. But he looks like he can play. Well, the Tampa Bay game, though, I would give more credit to because that was impressive because I want to say they were yeah, down like 25-9 right? or something. But, or 25-6, I think, actually. Yeah. Or something. But all Giants fans were prepared for a 2-14 and 14 season. Like that's yeah. what we were – that's what we were like, all right, we're going to be awful this year. We're going to be awful next year. But now – 
Now, if you have a quarterback yeah. and you have Saquon Barkley, like now people are talking about, oh, maybe we can, maybe we can sneak into the wild card or something. You know, it's just yeah. like, or at least be there. To- the hope that wasn't yeah. there three weeks ago that is oh. there now, and it's that just, hasn't been there for a decade with the Knicks. Like it's, it's, it's that just, little thing too, that little thing of hope that all of a sudden, yes. makes you players get more inspired and yeah. teams, and it's just yeah. magic it's starts not Eli's to happen. Fault, like no, I mean, you look know at, what I mean? uh, like, but it wouldn't be happening if I he mean, was they, quarterback. They talk about that Rams year when they won the Super Bowl with Warner, yeah, and they talk about how. They were like a hundred to one or two hundred or something ridiculous yeah. to start that season. Then when it was uh, what was it, Trent Green or Bowl? It was Trent Green, and Trent I know Green. that because I took him. I believe in the second round of my fantasy draft that year. And uh, you're probably too young to remember this, but he was injured in the first quarter, first possession of the season. He got his knee destroyed and carted out. So Damn. literally at ten oh seven, my fantasy season was over. <laughs> uh, so were you able to pick up ten oh seven week one. Uh, it was done as my quarterback was being stretchered off the field uh, with a devastating. Stating knee injury, so and they were supposed to be, and they were, by the way, because they had all the offense. Like it was supposed to be Trent Green running the greatest show on turf. So yeah, I was thought I would, but I know. To a so I don't know if it was. I mean, you probably remember better than me then, because I don't know if it was before then that season started or after Warner got in. But I know at one point I remember hearing that they were like big underdogs to win it that year, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then when Warner. Which one did they win? They won the one, uh, the, the one they won with Warner against they beat uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, right? What, they they wouldn't have twice? been they wouldn't have been underdogs in the game, but you're saying like no, I'm talking after about week the, one, the yeah. seasons. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh definitely, yeah, yeah. I'm saying At the to game, win the, they were, they to were win the, the Super Bowl yeah. that year before the oh, season God. started. Some I no, oh, no, I thought I heard some say they were like 101 or something to win the Super Bowl that year, but I don't know if that's why I'm asking with you is I don't know if it was. Before the season started or after week one, and when those odds got oh, adjusted, it was probably after week Kurt Warner came in like right off before of like, the season started when they had Trent Green lined up. That seemed like it was going to be still a good team. A good team, okay. yeah. Because I was going to say they still had Falk, Bruce, and yeah, Holt yeah, like everybody knew it was guys. a good offense. Like whatever. Then, then it but, must have been right after week one. Do you remember if they won that game week one when? I don't. I got really drunk as soon as that <laughs> happened, uh, so I don't. I really remember much that. of that fantasy season at all. Uh, yeah. But uh, that was a uh, that was a tough one. But that was I mean he stepped in there and out of nowhere and they did the same thing. He and you know to connect it back to Eli, the Giants had Kurt Warner and drafted Eli under the intention that Eli would play behind Warner for a season, and Warner kept fumbling, could hold on the ball, got that. concussions. Yeah, was- it looked like his career was over and then he got cut Eli they were just like yeah all right, let's just throw Eli in because this just isn't working and then he went to Arizona everybody's like oh my okay. god like Arizona you so know? I, I I found it it was a they were 200 to 1 and then they were a, so it was a 200 to 1 to win the Super Bowl that year and in the Super Bowl they were seven point favorites yeah right? so that's why they talked about saying that forgive the city's bookies if they don't root for the Rams in the Super Bowl <laughs> damn yeah so yeah that's pretty wild that's McNair, too, played against McNair. Yeah, that was the game where Dyson – was it Dyson or someone was yeah. right at the one or two, whatever it was? Yeah, Jones, had, I think, made the tackle. Is that his name? Yeah, somebody yeah, did. I think and so, yeah. Eddie George, Crazy too. tackle, right? Eddie George was great. People don't talk about Eddie George anymore. He and wasn't he's, very He's flashy. still in those Heisman commercials. So That's true. He's he remembered. Kind of the Tim Duncan. And he's of, like a TV. Of, yeah. He's a TV personality, too. He's on TV and stuff. His wife was on Survivor. I still watch Survivor. I love Survivor. Okay. His wife was on a couple of years ago. <laughs> Tasha, I think her name was. She was a fan favorite. She was awesome. Yeah, what she was great. What goes on in that show? 
Survivor? Yeah. You've never oh. really watched this? Have no. you never seen it? No. I, like, so you, are you it's been on for like 45 seasons. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's really in its like <laughs> yeah, 20s. But it's amazing. Well, it's been like 20 years, but they do like I think it was Yeah, they do like four oh, yeah. seasons a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried. I, I auditioned for it twice. Like I, I auditioned I for it once. Did you really? Yeah, Morongo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I went out there. I wonder if we were the same one. Maybe. I like, went oh, out there. Wait, Survivor Morongo? Tony would clean up. Yeah. Playing Blackjack. What's going on here? But yeah. Oh, I mean... I love that show. I still any show. Honestly, I will watch any show where there is a prize at the end. Doesn't matter what it is, but they're voting off somebody every week. Like I, I'm in. Like whatever. I watch Top Chef. I watch Survivor. Do you anything watch The you Bachelor watch. and all that crap? Then I used to watch the. Listen again. The Bachelor's been on for like fifty seasons. Yeah. I'd say I've seen about twenty. Okay, I watched wow. it early on. And then I got on my high horse a little bit and thought that it was too fake and too contrived, so I stopped watching it. And now everybody talks about it, and I wish I still watched it. But well, everything I always hear about it is like it was fake. Like the yeah. guy who won this last one was like, well, he really still had a girlfriend, and now she's mad yeah. that he went and on the it show. Was, it's like yeah. what? The yeah. fuck? That well, that's the problem. Like I like reality shows like that, and I'm not naive enough to think that this sort of thing never goes on. But I don't, I don't want to notice it when I'm watching the show. You know what I mean? Like, if you can have it happen off-season or yeah. off-camera, all right, fine. But if I'm watching the show and I'm like, wait a minute, like, this girl just lost, but they're bringing her back next year as the Bachelorette? Like, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, they kept doing stuff like that. And it just seemed very, oh, somebody's boyfriend would show up at the right time, you know? And it was just all, it was like, too much. Like, I realize I'm splitting hairs. It's reality TV. I did watch Flavor of Love. Oh, <laughs> so that was pretty much all they ever did was set up situations, and it was amazing. Rock of Love, amazing. I'll watch that as well. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels, amazing. By the way, the takeaway from Rock of Love was how nice a guy Brett Michaels was, I think. I think that that's was, what he wanted it to be about. Yeah, because he kind of had like a second little career boom after. It still is. Like, he's playing like the Morongos and he was Well, he was like a stagecoach this year. Oh, right? Yeah. And I bet he cleans up still, right? I oh, mean, I'm sure. Guy, he, oh, there was a. The day he was playing, we were at our the place we were staying. They had a the community pool thing there that everybody just parties at from like ten in the morning till yeah. like two or three, and then people start going inside and getting ready to go down to the venue. And uh, there was these middle aged women that were there, and they were talking about it and how excited they were. And oh, one yeah. girl was like, "Oh, he was my first crush when I was like eighteen Everybody's, years old or yeah. sixteen or whatever," and I was just like. Well, awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. To answer one. your question, yes, I'm sure he does. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. But I like to, yeah, so anything anything where they're kicking people out. But Survivor, they just, they take 20 people, they dump them on an island, they usually split them up in some sort of teams, like 10 and 10, or, you know, 777, or something like that. And huh. there's usually every, there's an it's an hour, and then in the middle of the show, there's a reward challenge, because they don't give them anything. They feed them, obviously, enough to keep them alive. And I'm, <laughs> I always wonder if they give them sunblock. I don't know, because sometimes people get, like, ripping sunburns. Ooh. And then sometimes people are just fine. And me, who would like oh, to be I, on I the would show, forget that. I would be roasted after, like, the first 40 minutes on the beach. So <laughs> Find an aloe yeah, plant or something? I'd be something. In, under a shade, like, in the fetal position, like, crying for most of They take your clothes one. away? No, but, but, you know, it's weird. Sometimes they give them... Sometimes it's like they surprise them at a board meeting and they're in like, you know, oh, loafers okay. and stuff and suits. And then sometimes they're in like kind of athletic sort of gear that they obviously I was going to say, like, I know? would be like, so, oh, yeah, I always wear a raincoat when I'm traveling yeah. or just walking. Like, this is my everyday outfit. Well, my, but my thing, yes. My thing would be if you know, like, if they told you, all right, Tom, you are on Survivor. I've told my family. I've told the job. I'm leaving. 
And then they're like, all right, well, hey, uh, by the way, uh, show up for this thing in a suit. Uh, don't, uh, don't, don't bring your luggage. I'm yeah. like, I don't think so. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm wearing, as soon as I get on the plane to go to Survivor, I'm in like athletic clothes and gear. I'm ready, I'm ready to play hoops, basically. I have, my, I have a hoops outfit on at any time. My duster is yeah. riddled with po- secret pockets of like sunscreen and yeah. rope and right? <laughs> bug uh, bug spray. Yeah. But how could you let yourself get caught like that? Like people get caught with no underwear, they get caught in suits, they get caught with like, you know, wingtip shoes on and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is for a million bucks. Like you're already there. You, you know what I That's mean? That's all but- they play for now? What you, oh, it's a million did they, bucks. Did you, they increase that? Good to play for a million bucks? What <laughs> is that? Nothing. No, it was a million bucks to start. It should be like 1.5 yeah, or something. Yeah, cost of living, right? man. What are you talking about? 20 years ago. You, you have a greedy, lazy generation. No, but right? if that is, uh, that is ridiculous. A million bucks a million dollars. Sure, what? that's great. A million bucks here? If the prize like, was a million. million bucks? I, you're going to have to quit your job. People, they would, right? the people, these people would kill each other on the island if it was for $10 million. Somebody would get murdered. All right, then I'd watch. I mean, I think just being you on a game show. You have to keep it to a price where someone won't actually harm someone to get it. You know what I mean? Like, they're on an island. Like, they don't uh, have... Dang, nabbit. All right, I tried. Like, you're going to wake up with people with their heads smashed in with rocks on some <laughs> for That's the $20 million dollar prize, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, people would do that regardless. Look at Black Friday. Yeah. I've never understood that why people would go and subject. We we to we that. did it once and it was just for like, kind of a fun thing. Uh, was it? Uh, we so we pulled like I want to say we pulled an all nighter. It was me and a few buddies. I want to. Oh, I must have been twenty one, twenty two, and uh, we left the house. We learned the hard way that you didn't need to leave the house at four in the morning, <laughs> but we <laughs> we did, and we drove down to I think it was South Coast Plaza, and. We got in there and it was it was definitely interesting. And then Crazy. I remember there were some stores weren't even open yet, but it was like they opened at like six, seven. But I don't even remember what store we were in at like four thirty in the morning. And then I just remember come seven thirty, I was one of the most miserable I've ever been in my life <laughs> oh, yeah. because be I was awful. I was tired. Yeah, it was probably. I mean, this was obviously late November, so I I want to say that morning it was late. I mean, uh, high forties out or something like it. I remember being freezing. Yeah. Because you're right at that point where it's like the coldest, where it's like five, six, six, six yeah, in the morning. Yeah, right. Well, you're not supposed to be outside. Nobody, nobody has a home is outside at like three thirty to five. Yeah. Right? So like we were, we were. I was freezing. I was miserable. I was tired. And then, I don't know. I remember I ended up, and we ended up going at like we finished off here at like the mall down the street. Did you here. buy anything? Like, did you get a deal? Uh, there? yeah. I feel like I did buy a few shirts. I know I ended up buying a watch at Active. <laughs> nice. So nice. yeah, right. Got something out of it. Yeah, and then I, got, I think I got some but other were stuff. Were people but like running around and yelling? And no, it wasn't any that's probably, chaos that's a like more that. Civilized that's wall that, there. you got to go to the places where that happens. I think yeah, maybe right. like some places in LA or something, but maybe also other parts of the country. Yeah, yeah thinking right. more of southern. <laughs> yeah, a lot of South Coast Plaza is like luxury stores. Probably they didn't need. Yeah, they probably here's five percent off any Ted Baker shirt. But I know that it's like the places like uh, what am I thinking of like. Best Buy, I want to say once upon yeah, a time, Kmart, and places like that Walmart. that people are starting to like go in line at like because those places open back up at like eleven that night usually or yeah. something. Well, or now 12. they do like the five o'clock Thanksgiving day yeah. until like ten. Then yeah, they reopen a few hours after that. It's like oh my god. Yeah, is it even as big though with all the online stuff? I don't is, think so. All yeah. I've first off, I didn't even know Black Friday was a thing until like. 14 years ago. Really? Yeah. I was driving around with my cousin. We were going to go to the uh, Best Buy, just like check it out, go to the mall. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this so crowded here for? And I was like, oh, look at these deals. I bought Snatch on DVD for five bucks. <laughs> Such a That's good movie. That's all I've ever bought on right? Black Friday. Black Friday. Very yeah. nice. I've heard really scored. That is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no need to anymore. Like, 
I worked at uh, well, a sporting that's, yeah, that's goods store. That's the thing, right? I mean, you, you can get it online. They'll ship it to you. So I worked at a sporting goods store, and I had to work Black Friday. And yeah. yeah, the sales were good at the time, but if you waited three weeks, like they came back. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to get up at four thirty in the morning and get out there and when it's dark out, no. and get in line for something. I'll pay the extra fifty bucks or whatever. It exactly. Is, you know? like, it's just. He's yeah. a wise man. This is why you're right? a guest on a yeah, thank podcast. Thank you. Yes, that hour or three hours of sleep that I'm getting is worth fifty, sixty bucks off a DVD player. A DVD player. <laughs> wow. Where did that come from? Sorry. That reminds me. Too my, many drinks right there. God my, damn it. Uh, right. Ah, oh, I thought what I was. What year cool. are you in? I was almost cool for like forty minutes, and then I was like, "Yeah, this guy's old as shit." The, the DVD stuff, that's funny. Damn I it, remember, right? DVDs. I remember uh, my dad when he first got his DVD player, and then he had the big collection of DVDs. Yeah. Every Tuesday, and it was private, like a new DVD collection. Would, <laughs> would come out somewhere wherever he was at, whether he went to like Tower Records he would go to or somewhere else. Yeah. And he would buy a new DVD, like movies he'd never seen. It was funny because he... Yeah, because they were like four bucks or whatever. He, right? But yeah. he made a mistake one time. He accidentally bought a Star Trek, Star Trek like box set yeah and he i don't know how much he thought it was going to be but he got to the counter and ended up being like 120 bucks and my dad's just the type of guy where it's like i've gone too far yeah right. (laughs) so he just buys it and i remember he got home he got home with it and i'm like he's like yeah i didn't realize it was this much until i bought it he's like i might as well just like sleep with it tonight because i need it so much and i'm like yeah i guess but it was just funny because we had like one of those little like almost like bookshelves but instead of books it was just dvds and my dad was crazy with it It was alphabetical order also and stuff and it was i had mine go deep yeah i had mine uh categorized by genre and uh alphabetical order from there yeah Yeah. i just had the books remember those black books that you just paint it was like photo albums but it was just dvds and all the cds yeah i had had that for cds yeah just so many of those and then all boom gone like i donated my collection to the goodwill Really? Yeah, I think you asked me. With the tower, yeah. I put it on uh, like Craigslist for like 50 bucks. I mean, you're looking yeah. at like 60 movies or something oh, with yeah. the tower. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, uh, with, the, oh, with the tower. Come yeah, on, and I was like, this thing is literally just sitting in the corner collecting dust. Like, yeah. This is disgusting. And the funny thing is like, all of these movies would be on Netflix. Yeah. I'll watch it, I guess, on Netflix, but I'm not about to get up and put it in a yes, DVD player right? and push yeah. play. Like That's such a tall order for but that. At the time, man. At the time. Right? Oh, it was, was amazing. No more and, double VCR tapes eh, you had to deal with. Right? Just, yeah. And like Hollywood Video did those like yeah. pre-owned uh, like four for 20. Yeah. That was I mean, a was stock just, up type of time. You didn't have to fast forward. You could just jump ahead and scenes and stuff. Like You had like extra features. Which was good in the pornography industry also. <laughs> oh, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> just going to say, as a, as, a, as a young man, when DVDs came out, there, you know, yeah, it was the ability to go to whatever scene you wanted instantly was quite the. Uh, Tommy learning this for the first time. Like, <laughs> I told you, you I live with a I bunch of guys. Skip? I live with like four or five guys. Like, the fast forward and pause button on our remote was always broken. I actually always. have a really just, quick, funny story then if we're going to talk about. Watching some yes, well, adult entertainment. Well, we're here now. So, yes, uh, so yeah, the car has it, veered it, into this conversation. It reminds me of you know how you said you lived with four or five guys, or yeah. whatever it was. It was this was how me and a couple of my buddies. I mean, you're just at that age. I think we were middle school, almost seventh or eighth grade. Right. And it's me and my three buddies. Like every Friday night, it was me and these three other buddies of mine would always hang out. Like it was the four of us every Friday night at like my buddy's house. And we would do your typical middle school stuff. Like, we'd sneak out. We'd ding-dong did. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to walk to Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell because it was all up that area up the hill by yeah. uh, Santiago Canyon College. you just ride your bikes all over. Yeah, we would, yeah. we would actually, like, Razor Scooter. That was, like, our oh, thing. Because oh, like, I think again, that was when... Again, I'm old. So that was when, like, had, the Razors were, like, had kind no of... such thing as only Razor Scooters a, like, back five, then. six years old or something by then. So we're scootering around stuff. We, or we'd actually, honestly, walk a lot. And we just do prank stuff, whatever. So always together. So one of these days, we were downstairs 
His mom was upstairs, I want to say it. Mom and dad. Oh, boy. And it was probably about that hour, 9 o'clock, 9.30, Skinamax is lurking. Oh, oh yeah, Skinamax, yeah. So we would, the four of us. All the good girls and boys were gone to bed. You know, we, and that was honestly one of them. So we had a, we were watching one of them. We're sitting there, the four of us watching. It's one of those things like, hey, you know, like, you know, making sure, like, we're trying to yeah. listen for, for wow. a And we're just sitting there yeah. watching because, you know, you're just, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I think someone did hear someone and, I think my one buddy had the remote and he was kind of panicking. So yep. he tossed it over to my uh, buddy yeah. uh, and his mom's coming down the stairs. He uh, tosses it over to my buddy, the remote. He doesn't catch it. The remote hits the ground. The batteries fly yeah. out. Uh, I have never I, to this I day mean. seen someone jump out of the recliner chair so fast, <laughs> sprint to the TV and just turn it off manually. Yeah. And his mom was like in like, cause it was one of those things where we're in the living room. And there's the stairs behind you, but it's yeah. like into a room, and then coming, you have to walk into the living down, room. Right, yeah. And she was probably about right there and just stopped. I mean, and it was kind of one of those like he was just standing by the TV when she got in there, and it was kind of like, yeah, nothing to see here. This is like uh. that scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, take the ball behind from your back pocket, chuck it at the right. thing. You got to kick that guy out of the circle. I think the guy who panicked like that, or like yeah. some sort of suspension. Yeah, I really don't remember right? I mean, what the just, whole that's the terrible reason was, move. but it was like one buddy tossed, tried to toss it to another buddy. And it didn't work out, and it hit there. Yeah. And I remember it was slow motion. Watch that remote hit the ground, and those batteries, it was like out of a movie. Those batteries both just blew out together. And I was like, oh, my right. God. Just and then pan- pure panic at that point. And the point, funny man. thing is, is you look back at it, and it's like being a 13, 14-year-old kid, it's like, that's just natural. Like, at the end of the day, what were we really afraid of? Like, oh, yeah, we're looking at Mom, you're afraid some... of your mom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Afraid of your mom coming down there and <laughs> whooping people's ass. <laughs> No, it is true. I guess I guess it is there, and I'm sure it's a little different with the mom coming down and watching, seeing her son yeah. and three friends watch porn as opposed to the dad who'd probably be like, "Well, hold on, yeah, let me crack yeah. open a beer." Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, you know, right, this yeah. is, it reminds me of when uh, American Pie when the dad catches him and he's like, "Hey, you know your uncle? You know he would hit it like seven times a day. It's okay. It's you know, it's I just I don't know, it's a funny scene." Oh man, um, we've gone all over the place. Where we were that's what usually happens, right? Yeah, that's the luxury of a happy hour pod. There really is no Dodgers win that game or no? Uh, they're about to six nothing. And, uh, oh, Andy! Yeah. Another sports update: The Rams lost thirty to twenty nine on a missed forty three or forty four oh, yard Zerline. field goal by Zerline with about six seconds left or so. So that was for the W and right. didn't come through. Rams aren't looking good. No, they're not. They're, uh, what, what does that bring them down to? Three and two then, I guess, now? Yeah. So not three horribly, yeah, I guess, but fine. Short-term but, uh, memory, they're not looking good. This was a bad, uh, it's been a bad five days Yeah, for them. and they're in second place now. Four days. Seahawks. I mean, Niners are still 3-0. So yeah, just, they don't, and they don't third play until Monday. The Seahawks, it's just, they're like the Cardinals, right? They just keep chugging along. Like, yeah. they just, they're they always they got Russell there. Wilson. The St. Yeah. Louis Cardinals, to confirm, also. Yes, yeah, Definitely yeah. The not baseball the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. They just keep, you know, they're always there. They're always in the conversation. They're always 9 and 7, 10 and 6. It, it reminds like, me of those Giants years when they would win the World Series, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Honestly, kind yeah. of the New York Giants, yeah. too. It's like those teams were just sneak in. It's like certain teams, I've always said this, they just know how to play in the playoffs. Yep. Like, how many times have we seen a great team? It reminds me of those basketball days where it was like the Mavericks were really good teams and the Suns and those really good yeah. ones. I mean, the Mavericks did eventually win one or two, but those Suns teams more so with Nash and Marion and Stoudemire. They would get there and they would Man, be dominant in the regular season, and they just they couldn't win the playoffs because there was teams like 
the Spurs and Lake or not so much Lakers. Well, Dan, there, I think D'Antoni too. I just don't think that. that yeah, that he might just not work. Be right. It doesn't. We'll work. see how he does yeah, this I mean, year. Look with, at the Rockets right now. It almost is, work. I mean, he's uh, he's been a globetrotter coach his whole career. Like he just doesn't. There's no defense at all. Not I mean, not there's a lot of defense in the league. His anyway defense, now, though, but, his defense, uh, his team's defense got a little better. Houston's defense, I don't think, was horrible the last couple of years. No, he's had some good guys on there. I mean, Chris Paul's a good defensive. Or was I was going to say player, it kind of helps I mean. with who you have. Also, you have Capella yeah. down low. You have Chris Paul when they had Ariza. But if you don't, if you don't. I'm I'm not a coach, but if you don't preach defense all year, you can't just start. I know your biggest thing you've always said at those bar top conversations is defense and rebounding. There it is. Yeah, that's my thing. But it's it's, that's going away. You know, I mean, I was always a big like Shaq guy, big set Ewing guy, obviously. You know what I mean? But so I grew up watching the centers. That's why I think the nineties were like the best. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. back you then, like the final score was you were 96, definitely at a, 99. That's yeah. Like well, not that, even, that even lower than that. Yeah. That was a high scoring game. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they they yeah. showed something a oh, couple Knicks years. Oh, would be in the seventies and they, stuff. Yeah. They showed something a couple years ago that said the Memphis Grizzlies have the least amount of possessions a game, which meant like they were the slowest moving team, and it was about ninety seven or ninety eight possessions a game. Oh, and they said if that was in nineteen ninety seven or eight or something like that, they yeah. would have led the league in possessions. Oh yeah. That just tells yeah. you where it's well, uh, when Van Gundy coached the Knicks, he used to come out of the court and play defense. Like I saw that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Those teams, man, they they had some heated rivalry. The Knicks were so fun back then. Like the Heat, the Bulls, like they feel like they had a fight with the Suns out there. The oh, Celtics yeah. were always, you know, running around Sixers. Reggie Miller and stuff. Oh, fucking Reggie. I forgot. Block that out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> probably, some, he uh, probably really did. Reggie. Yeah. Oh, I hated Reggie. Him he and was John, so good, though. Him and John Stark. See, you know, you forget, like, when you go back and watch that 30 for 30 with him. Like, he was doing that. He was talking trash before the game, after the game. Like, you don't see people doing that. No, you anymore. really don't. You just, I mean, maybe they, maybe they do I would it on say Twitter like, now or who's whatever. Even the, but, you're, and you're right. It is because well, it's on social media There's the now. guy who uh, got banned for life for uh, calling out Westbrook, the jazz guy. Said something to Westbrook. And it's Westbrook, different, like, though, when it's fans compared to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's different, though, when it's fans well, and they're Spike yelling, Lee like, was, was part of racist all that stuff. stuff. Spike Lee's so. a very famous part yeah. of that, right? I mean, oh, God. I think it's different though when it's. I think it's more so like I would like to see more of like you said, Reggie Miller, where guys are out there and it's like. I mean, I think. I mean, Kobe would jaw sometimes with people out there, like not so much more so at the free throw line, like telling players like it's tough now because they would kill you, like they would kill you for doing. The media would rip you to shreds for doing it, and you know what I mean. Like they just, I don't know. It it, it would be tough, I think. But I mean, I'm trying to think. Like I mean, Patrick Beverly, I guess you could say is kind of close to. He likes to. He gets in people's face and jaws. He's kind of an agitator out there. He didn't, yeah. I mean, but he, but it's Patrick Beverly, like yeah. this is Reggie Miller, like this is the guy. Like, oh well, yeah, this is the yeah. Guy, this is like, like Steph Curry would be like Steph Curry talking to you yeah. the whole game, which I, I mean, he probably does. He does, right? but yeah. But that was the he thing, like yeah. thing. They just like, kept throwing guys at him and running guys at him, and he would just keep running off screens and hitting threes. And by the way, he probably didn't even hit that many threes when you look at it now. But like, I mean, he was just such a dead eye shooter, and it just hit. Like I always remember, there was a, a picture in like the the I think the Daily News. The back cover was always sports. And there's a picture of them, him playing the Knicks at the Garden uh, when he hit a you know a game-winning shot to beat us. And it's he's going up on the sideline, baseline corner with the ball, and all the fans behind him just have like their heads in their hands already, <laughs> or they're screaming no, like and the ball's still that's in how, his hands. That's how yeah. it is when Curry's and he, by the way, did hit that shot and beat them at the buzzer. So it was like you know they, everybody knew before he even let it go. Like, yep, that's it. You know, it's so irritating that he is not in NBA 2K. Is that true? Yeah. There's a lot of Rasheed Wallace isn't on there. Sheed. Um, Sheed was really good, man. Yeah, he's he had that like weird bird shit stain on his head. It's a birthmark, I I believe, right? It looked like a bird <laughs> shit on his head. Just didn't take a shower. I don't know. <laughs> he There's was very f- misunderstood. What, do you guys remember his career at all? Did you watch oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I mean, he was fantastic player, but a, 
I loved just a bit of a hothead. Yeah, dope sometimes, right? I mean, oh yeah, he'd always lead the league in technicals and stuff. But <laughs> I remember uh, one of them where he got a technical, and I think this was more towards like the end of his career where. There was a foul that he didn't agree with, and the guy went to the free throw line, shot and missed, and he said, ball don't lie, and then they teed him up again. Yeah. <laughs> or they well, teed he, him yeah, up. Yeah, he got to the point where, like, perfect. Like, yeah. He just got to the point where anything he did was a technical because – Yeah. And you know what? This is, gonna, this is going to be a, a big stretch, but I'm going to say it anyway because it reminds me. This is back in elementary school. Uh-huh. So I had a buddy of mine <laughs> named uh, Rami who was – him and I were both troublemakers. Him and I both got kicked out of daycare our sixth grade year. Oh, wow. But – well, this was at lunchtime, so this was actually during school, and he uh, was, there was this one, you know, it was like those lunchtime, I, I never realized this, like they would have some actual teachers that were, they had probably switched off and were on lunchtime duty where they had to watch people, but a lot of times they had parent volunteers that'd be out there and just watch you when you're at lunch and making sure, because yeah. it's like, the way my elementary school did is we went down, we ate for, at the lunch tables for about 15 minutes they'd give you, and then they'd let you play for like a half Go hour, outside, and then you're yeah. back, uh, back to class. And there was one of this, this one guy, he had been working all week and you could tell it was probably just a one week thing he was doing. And, you know, if you were doing bad things, these people would grab you and they would bench you or whatever. Yeah. And my buddy had gotten in trouble earlier in the week. And I want to say it was like Thursday, it was towards the end of the week. And he runs out there and this teacher, he hasn't even done anything yet. He's on his way out. He's just running out mm-hmm. and the teacher grabs him and is like, you're benched. And he's like, what? I haven't done anything. He's like, yeah, but you're going to. Uh, preemptive. Yeah, preemptive. Minority benching, report. Right? And it was yeah. just like, just. Oh, I love minority report. Kind of reminds me of just like the, it is because of who you are. Like For this kid what even you done are anything. thinking, yeah. you have to sit down. So you guys had a parent do that job? There was definitely parents out there. It was, yeah. There was definitely some teachers and then like just some random, but it was definitely uh, just random parents. Sean, do you I remember guess. who we had? We had this old man and uh, Mr. Howard. And uh, he wore this big blue trucker hat and, uh, or like Trump looking hat. Like it had like the yeah. l- line through it. And uh, I actually was just thinking that's funny you brought that up, Andy. My first like day in uh, elementary school, I had transferred to this school in third grade. And uh, I'm sitting at lunch, like I'm getting ready to go to a table. I don't even remember what I did, but I, I think I got up without getting excused. Because I'm sure that doesn't even happen anymore. Yeah, the, the system yeah. was you had to raise your hand and he would go, it's like a like, umpire. That's what he just made like an inaudible sign. Like, <laughs> well, he comes over. I'm throwing my stuff away. Yeah. He comes over and says, you can't do that. Just yelled at me. And I was waiting for like to, for, like, to turn around and just see it like a grin like, you're going to have a good year, kid. Enjoy. <laughs> or something like he knew I was new. But yeah. no, it no, was it wasn't being a, a mean old uh, man. <laughs> no. Why would you th- Why would you think? I have no idea. I'd watch Saved by why the Bell. Why would you think that this was all a ruse for him to wish you a good year? Like, why would that be <laughs> I have no some idea. strange man in Eight a trucker years hat old or something. you needed approval from for the... <laughs> you know, this kid looks all right. Let me go up there and... <laughs> Pretend to bust him at recess. That's and then what I welcome, thought, man. Welcome him into the community. No, it was like, who's this mean old man? And then someone's like, yeah, that's Mr. Howard. Like, you have to do this and that. Like, keep cool. Like, he's an ass. Like, <laughs> shit. What are you even trying to prove under that mean to elementary school kids? I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's what they wanted from that job, I believe. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, that, yeah. That's practice. The, that's the discipline. Gig, right? yeah. That's, yeah. It's a thankless job if there ever was one, right? Oh, I yeah. mean,. We were uh, pretty... You have to have order, right? If you don't have complete order, it's anarchy, right? You can't have kids getting up and dumping trays. I know. Getting up and going to recess. Then everything breaks down. The system breaks down, right? We were dicks to uh, the crossing guard lady. 
when really? uh, we started riding bikes. But that was a couple years later, like fifth grade. You know, you got the whole like the world is your oyster. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, of you course, got a yeah. chocolate milk in your backpack. Life is good. <laughs> uh, you can't tell me what to do, lady. I'm gonna cross when I'm. Uh, and so you you're just but you're buzzing the well, crossing lady on your bike. You're supposed you're to walk your bike. Oh, who's got time for that? You got none of the, Yeah, you're not hearing that. You know, right? gotta keep moving. Really? <laughs> so she would sort of. You would just sort of zip on by her and. Yeah, and she would always yell at us. Yeah, yeah. she was like Eastern European or something. Yeah, she I don't was. Know. She yeah, didn't speak was... English, right? And I don't know. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> just there to help. Just there to protect you. And yet... Yeah, she's probably making like nothing. You know, like it's probably a volunteer. Yeah, it's probably somebody's mom. You know, it's, it's, it's not definitely what, wasn't that a mom. Is? Well, she was a mom, but probably like. Has a thirty-year-old type of thing. She was older. <laughs> well, you didn't know everyone in your school, did you? Did she, there might have been some no, she was Armenian an employee. girl she was that an you employee didn't of know the school who district. was. She yeah, got paid. I don't know. She got paid. You think she was getting? I think she was an employee of the school district. I'd love to do a wear <laughs> on the job. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, probably couldn't do it with Mr. Howard, uh, yeah. but <laughs> she might still I've, be around. I've yeah. thought about that because I had a. I have another actually good story about how I got kicked out of daycare, but I'm not sure it's appropriate. Eh, no, it's appropriate. <laughs> this is the happy hour podcast. Yeah, that's true. Our sponsors wouldn't so, like it. We're just talking about porn. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right, that's true. Right. So this is me just being and a the punk. the DVD advancements therein. <laughs> this, is, this is me being a punk sixth grader. It'll be quick. But I got a... Wait, when you say daycare in sixth grade, so, what does that mean? So I went to elementary school, obviously. And after elementary school, if like my, my parents would work late, like yeah. my mom wouldn't get off till like okay. five o'clock and my dad was there's another thing, I don't know what the deal with my dad was. But <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't hack it. He oh was no, no, no. You just need a couple hours, man. Just you know, worked all day. Well, so the, in the early years I <laughs> I don't know. I think he would just have my mom pick me up now that I think about it more. Because I, I have a vague memory now of what it was even like with my parents together. Because they divorced when I was like 10 or 11. Oh, really? okay. So really? it was like early, early on. But I know he did eventually work at FedEx. So he wasn't. He didn't get home till like 6, 6.30. Uh-huh. And she wouldn't leave work till about 5. So I would be there till like 5.15, 5.30. So they had an after school program. Okay. And I mean, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm an only child. They probably just, even though I was walking distance from the school, they just didn't yeah. feel having me alone, which is fine. Yeah. So then, yeah, sixth grade came around. I'm still there, but it's at that age where I'm 12 years old now because my birthday was early in the school year. Okay. And it's kind of like, I was just too old for that place. For the program, right? So yeah. I'm still there, and it's like, I'm, I'm a big-time veteran at this point. Like, I'm <laughs> Hall of Fame almost. <laughs> and I was just, it just got to the point where I just wanted to cause trouble, I guess. So yeah. I would do stupid stuff. And the way you get, like, why I got kicked out, it wasn't because of exactly what I did. It was more so because I had, like, I think it was, like, Five referrals or four referrals, and you're kicked out. And I hit that by like November. Jeez. The school started in September. What is that referral? What does that mean? Like, so you- like if I did something bad enough, like you get warnings, but if it's finally bad, it's referral, which means they'll write it up and they would put it in like your sign out sheet so your parent would come and sign out. And I'll, oh, I'll, I got you. Okay. Those yeah, days so when yeah. I would get those, I would dread it when my mom would get there and I would just sure. watch her and it'd be flip and it would just be a reaction. I yeah. would, and she would oh, grab it and it would be like, yeah. what was it this time? But anyway, so the final straw for me was we're sitting there and I'm playing, we're playing handball. And uh, we were doing teams like, you know, we used to do it where it's like everybody's in it once and everybody, yeah. you know, you get out, you're out, whatever. And then it would be like single elimination where it was basically tournament style where, and then we would do doubles. So we're doing doubles and this teacher didn't like me because I'd gotten in trouble with him a few times. And I was 12 <laughs> yeah. years old. I would say looking back, this guy was probably either late teens, early 20s. It's funny when you think about it. Right? I know. You thought at the time that everybody was so old, your teachers. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them yeah. were, but like this guy was, yeah, but, yeah. but it's funny. Cause like you said, Most looking at a guy that was nights, right? late teens, early twenties to me, I was like, Oh, this guy's an old man. Yeah, He's right? a big time exactly. adult. So he didn't like me. We'd gotten in trouble a few times, whatever. And he, uh, 
was in line playing with us. He was a sporty guy, like slim Asian dude. And uh, we're playing, and I got out, but I'm we're doing teams, and I was good. I was, you know, sixth grader. I wasn't bad, and I think I was a fifth grader was on my team. Yeah. And he, without me saying anything, he's just like, "I'll go out for you," because we would sometimes do that where it was kind of like the power uh, of, yeah, okay, you can take, you take, uh, I'll take your life, you know, as a team player. Yeah. So he goes out, or he's like, "I'll go out for you." And I'm like, "All right, cool." And that teacher was in line, not even playing, yet, just in line to play, and he's like, yeah. "Can't do that." And I was like, "No, you can." And he's like, yeah. "And I'm continuing to play," and he's like, "No, you can't do that." And I'm like. No, you no, you can. And like I'm still playing, and then he's like, "No, you're you're out. You can't do it." And I got frustrated. Under my breath, I was just like, "You're so gay." And I was like, oh, and yeah. he was like, "What was that?" And I was like, "Nothing." He's like, "No, what'd you say?" And I'm like, "I didn't say anything." He's like, "No, whatever you just said, come say it to my face." So he's now he's trying to like really he's picking oh, at a twelve year old. Yeah. yeah. Right? He's yeah. like, and I'm like, I didn't say anything. And he's like, "That's what I thought." Uh, I took right, tough yeah. guy. I took yeah. four. I took four or five you. steps. Walked right up to his face and said, "You're gay." <laughs> Oh, no. That was it. Yeah, Grabbed my arm, took me into the principals, and then to that day, though, even to the day, my parents say, like, honestly, that was probably the best thing that ever happened. It was time for you to get out. And then after that, yeah, I walked to uh, I walked home after that with some buddies, and I would actually go to a buddy's house kind of after school, and that's actually kind of what started, like, me... Because I was actually a shy kid. Like, I was not shy inside the school grounds, but outside the school grounds. Yeah. I didn't, for whatever reason, I was. I didn't like playing with the neighborhood kids or whatever. I was just... Maybe it was the mustache. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He's always had that. <laughs> and uh, then that actually is what kind of got me out more, doing more stuff. So yeah. honestly, like, didn't realize now, but I got to thank that guy. Never see him again, but. Yeah. But he really uh, was gay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, honestly, you never know. I mean, as, and like you said, 12-year-old knows, kid, I'm not yeah. even talking about it. I have like to your, terms with my life yet. <laughs> I'm not even talking about it. It's like yeah. He's just trying to figure some stuff out, right? Some punk kid. It but it was, and even my dad, even when it first happened, he was kind of like, oh, I think this is all bullshit. The guy provoked you. I mean, he deserved it. <laughs> deserved for you to say <laughs> yeah, that to him. You. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But it was, I'll, yeah. I was like in a state of panic when I first found out. Because I, here I am thinking like, oh, it's just another fucking referral. Who cares? And I'll never forget the lady who was the main teacher there is in her office. She comes out of her office, just looks at me and says, you're done. You're expelled. Like you're kicked out. I should say not yeah, like, yeah. expelled. Expelled okay. from daycare. And I was just like, what? No, 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 no. Like there's no way. Like you don't know what they'll do to me <laughs> back there. Yeah. Like oh, a baseball yeah. manager and get up right in their face. No, I, I was actually like, up, like, cause I, I was only upset cause I thought I was going to be in trouble. And then I, it turned out I wasn't. And then yeah, it was after that, that it was thing. kind of like, yeah. oh shit, there's that kid that got kicked out after that. It's kind of like, and then my oh, buddy, this badass. Right? Girls, yeah. girls are throwing it's themselves at you. Cred. Yeah. It's in street cred, right? <laughs> it really was. You're the guy that got kicked out of daycare? <laughs> hey, I'm Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny because I feel like that was like elementary school girls' names. It wasn't yeah. like that. <laughs> they never, Giovanna. <laughs> they never made it past. Where'd they go? That's a good question, Andy. End up going to like private schools that I've never seen again. <laughs> they go that route. Fake playing sports and go to USC, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never got a referral. I almost got one. Ever? What? Never. Wow. I never got a detention. Wow, I got a, I got suspended in my junior year for throwing water balloons at the vice principal. Wow. That'll do That'll, it. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I, uh, well, yeah, that was, that was probably all it for high school. I mean, I got referrals plenty of time. I mean, not referrals, but actually, no, like, I mean, there's not even really referrals in high school. In high school, it's more like you're going to the counselor's office, and it's like, oh, fuck. I got threatened with a referral in German class. How did they I, say that? She was yeah. yeah. no, yeah. yeah. threatened in German or in English? It was English. She was, ah, Raphael. Like, 
No, frown. Yeah, I was going to say frown. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, you want to pay attention when the Germans are threatening you, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Probably a threat you want to take with uh, that was a That was a wild class. We had great wars in the uh, classroom because you're, you're facing, like, it's like 10 uh, seats facing another 10 seats on the other side. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you could just chuck whatever what, you had what across. What did they think was going to happen, right? I remember the kids holding his book up, but his eyes are looking over so you can uh, see. <laughs> I just lobbed one. I think over the teacher, <laughs> square bullseye there between uh, the eyes. That was a good time. I feel like I'm at school right now. In this, yeah, this and your little desk. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, this is way very, bigger than very any. studious look yeah. going over there. And keep your head down and keep reading. <laughs> uh, do we have any other thing? We any things we uh, want to get into or? Uh, uh, I think I think last thing while we have them here. Yeah, while we have you, Tommy. Oh. Just I think we just need more. Uh, New York sports talk because oh, it's yeah. so hot right now. I mean, we yes. got basketball starting. Yeah, your I was Knicks, actually going to ask uh, if you were optimistic at all. Struck no. out, but <laughs> no, not not optimistic in the least about the Knicks. <laughs> now, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's why the Daniel Jones thing is so important because Knicks fans are generally Giants fans as well. And it, this was going to be a long winner. Like this is going to be yeah. a, like the Knicks are going to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Like oh, I yeah. think RJ Barrett's probably a decent pro, right? I mean, I don't know. He doesn't do anything exceptional we'll see. it seems but we'll see like it's he was fine, the number but... one recruit and that was over zion so yeah he's I mean, gotta have something going they on they traded porzingis and you know i don't know that we got anything i think back i don't him, think really. they were upset uh, so much upset that they got Z- i mean uh rj as much as much as they were mad they didn't get zion well there was this was a two-person draft right i yeah. mean it may shake out in later years that the number 14 yeah. or 13 guy was the best guy or whatever but this year was zion and moran that's all it was and we really, and I think even that if was, we had gotten the second pick, we have nine point guards on the roster right now anyway. So yeah, I don't know what the hell they Frankie done. Nicolina, whatever. Has not worked a, out at all. Well, he had a good... Uh, Did he? Uh, World Cup. Oh. Well. He outplayed Kemba in the in their game when they played each France? Other. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, well, and you know what's crazy is, what's his name just took like a dip for out of after like two from two years ago was Dennis Smith. He yeah, came in, and I remember Nick, watching him at NC well. State as a freshman when they went to Duke and beat Duke yeah. at Duke, and then it's amazing he, how he was decent in the guys pros. Are in college, and then he gets to the pros. But and he, he, has, he like, actually was decent issues, his you know? first like, year at the Mavericks, and then it was last year he started dipping a little bit, and then yeah. he went to the Knicks, and now it's like oh, we'll see. Well, it's just like you have to coddle him, you have to like whatever with him, you know. It's the just, guy that actually seemed to step up and do pretty good was Kevin Knox, though. He, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, both yeah. of those guys are great. Uh, if R.J. Barrett is good, that you got a, a decent little nucleus there. But, yeah, for the future. But it's not a what they great got, like, nucleus. Like it's a good, like even if and what they signed like Julius Randall and like what Reggie Bullock or something. Like that. Let me just tell you, I, listen, I'm not a huge Julius Randall fan. I know he fills up the stats. Like it's fine. Somebody's gonna get rebounds and points. Like somebody has to. Like he's a six nine. He's out there. But Julius Randall's the king of having ten point six rebounds at the half and finishing with fourteen and eight. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just. Every once in a while, he gets 30. He's a decent player, but it's just going to be a long year. They're just not very talented, you know? And it's, yeah. it's and tough because I mean, the Knicks, I mean, the, the, that city loves that team. Like, oh, it's yeah. a passionate thing. And, and it's crazy to me that it's been this long that they've been, like, bad. bad. I mean, they had a blip when they had Carmelo. They had the one year they won, like, 25 With in a Jeremy row. Jeremy Lin and, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they were. The, yeah, the Jeremy Lin. Yeah, they were. They were well, the it was really Tyson Chandler, I think, was a big part of that. They had Jason was a big Kidd that. on that team, too, I think, right? Or Mike Bibby or someone. Kidd was on that team. Yeah, their point guards were ancient. They had uh, 40-year-old <laughs> point guards. They had uh, Chauncey Billups, I think, was there. Was it Billups and 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 Kid? Was that the two? It was. But I know, I know Bibby was. Oh, it was, it was the Spanish game. guy. We had the Spanish guy for a while. Um, 
Oh, I'm not going to remember it now. Lynn Manuel um, Miranda. Calderon. Uh, I don't know. A different was one. It Calderon something. I'm yeah. trying to think of from like Wait, playing the video game. Year. Our yeah, point guards are 40 years old. And then you had like that was the year where they just stopped the threes. Where was J.R. Smith and Novak. J.R. Smith and Amon Shumpert were yeah, Shumpert. a pretty good backcourt. Like they could defensively lock people down. They could get hot and score. Shumpert was really athletic. It worked because Carmelo took tons of shots and nobody really cared. <laughs> but uh, but they got the two seed that year, and that was the year. God, was it the year that LeBron tanked a little bit? Or but they wound up getting Boston or Cleveland in the first round, even though they were the two seed and they got swept. So it was kind yeah. of what could have been, what should have been, like, hey, we're in the playoffs, yay, first time in a long time. Oh, here we go, and they just got run out of town. So it was, you know, but that I think that's the only time since two thousand one, two thousand two around around that. So it's been. 16 years, 17 yeah. years now of one playoff. Oh, I think you were thinking of Pablo Prigioni. Pablo Prigioni. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Clippers for one. I yes. forgot about that guy. He came in the league at like yes, 51 years old. I believe owns a vineyard somewhere in Argentina now, right? I mean, with all that money. I completely forgot about that guy. He was one of those guys the that Knicks, actually like, well, just, I don't know. He just got it done the <laughs> in Knicks like a weird way. The Knicks, yeah, they've just been such a, the owner, it's ownership. It's such, yeah. such bad yeah. ownership. And it's like when people were telling me early in the, the the Zion thing was weird because everyone just assumed we were going like, yeah, to rig the, and the and thing and get honestly, the one pick. Honestly, it was kind of... The odds was, were yeah, worse. Nothing. It, was, it was 14%. It, was or almost, it really was weird yeah. that it just seemed like everyone was like, oh, oh it's in the back. We're just going to get him. 100%. Yeah. Like we're gonna get, yeah, we're going to get Durant and we're going to get Kyrie. But for me as a Knicks fan, as a longtime Knicks fan, it is impossible for me to fathom that someone like Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant or even LeBron James, who I still hate for dangling the Knicks in front of everybody when he's... Wants to renegotiate his contract. That's fine. But not one of those guys is going to sit down next to Andy Dolan in a room for an hour and say, yeah, this is the, this is where I should be. <laughs> like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, they must sit there and be like, what kind of an idiot is this? Like, guys are going to Brooklyn now to play. Like, guys yeah. are going to Philadelphia. Like, come on, man. It's the Knicks, you know? But I just think until that guy is gone or until he kind of turns it around, it's... It's like Snyder in Washington with the with the Redskins. Like that was a one of the that was a, fra- a keystone franchise in, in the NFL for decades, and that guy came in and they've been horrible for twenty years, right? I mean, it's just and the giant the Giants looked like they were going to be horrible, but now now that Jones is there, I can't even imagine they must be there must be billboards for that guy out there now and all that because the Giants are like that's the thing out there too. They season tickets for a hundred years, they will them to people and all that good stuff. But yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see the Knicks doing anything. I, I, I don't know what to make of the Giants right now. I got to see them in a uh, against a good team. I guess they got the Patriots what next week or the week after or something. They got the Patriots. I know the Patriots have the Redskins this week. Is it this week? Yeah. All right. Also, who made this schedule for the Patriots? I mean, what <laughs> yeah, a start to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Steelers. I mean, I was, I was supposed give, to be good. Right? Yeah, and that game. By the way, the Steelers like. Yeah. Two years ago, that was one of the best teams in football. Yeah, and there's nobody left. And that's why, for so long, they've talked about me being a fan of them firing Tomlin. And I was always like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that because I do like Tomlin. But they said it's because of like what he's been given and what he's done with it. Like, oh, he had Antonio Brown, he had Le'Veon yeah. Bell, he had, you know, Roethlisberger, all these guys. And it's, but you know what it is? It's hey, I'm sorry, he happened to be a coach of a good team at a time where a man named Tom Brady was running yeah. the AFC. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be looking to get rid of Tom. Well, I, I wouldn't that. either. And the Steelers I, have know, only had yeah. like three coaches since like the 70s. Well, that's what I said. They, they've, they've done it the right way. They've never they've, they've stuck with guys yeah, I mean, long, long Three coaches time. is a year for the Raiders. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Other teams, like the Giants, we went through a bunch of coaches recently. Like After Coughlin? You, you can't win. Like You, you can't win. I like key- that guy with the mustache. 
Show, oh, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Bench and Eli. Looking, yeah. Slicking his hair that? back. McAdoo. Yeah. McAdoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who even is their coach now? Shermer is their, uh, yeah. Pat Shermer is the coach now. One of the guys who coached one year for the Browns. That's yeah, that's what I, The Browns would go one yeah. year every time. Well, they, one they, year is they, not a coach's fault. The coach like, had, that's an organizational problem. Well, also, it was like, like they would, it was almost like a coach for every quarterback, too. Like, well, that's, yeah, true, that like, that's the thing, where, too. At some point, you have to stick with the coach and stick with the quarterback. Whether they're good or not, like you just have to do have yeah, some consistency. They're, for two or they're three an years. example too of picking a guy that looks like he's going to be there for a long time. That everybody was kind of like, "What the fuck?" When he got drafted first, who Manziel Mayfield? Oh, Manziel, yeah, uh, Mayfield. Yeah, I Manziel didn't love the pick. Like I didn't love him at number one, and he's not having a great year. But he looks well, like a pro quarterback. But he's I like mean. the. I think he's gotten already too much into like the flashy part. Like they almost, it's almost like they act like he's already accomplished so much. When it's like he really yeah. hasn't accomplished anything. And now he's in all these. Well, he did. I mean, they did. What they stuff. went five or six games last year. No, I know, but seven. I'm saying like I'm seven talking about like last year. I mean, that really listen, I know in the grand scheme of things, win that, improvement or something. Yeah, or that's seven wins. And it is, but all that's it really does is it just gives them hope at the moment. Like, wait, yes. I don't think he should be. I'm just saying, I think they've overhyped themselves. Like until yeah, he actually agree. really yeah, yeah. proves. Agreed. But that's a good team, I think. I mean, oh no, I, I don't think it's a bad team. I think they're still. I don't think this is their year to make anything exciting. I don't know about Mayfield yet. I don't like. I'm not. For me, the jury's still out on Mayfield. Like Mahomes, you could be like, all right, yeah. Like, I think we got what we got here. Like at Watson, you know, all right, these guys are good. Like Prescott, though, I still don't know. Like, I don't know what I would do if I was a Cowboys. I hear things that are always going back and forth on Prescott too. I hear things that are like, oh, he's a top five quarterback, and then I hear things like, oh, we're just not sure about him. I mean, I'd say he's a top fifteen quarterback. But, oh, I would, yeah. But you would, can't pay yeah, that guy. You, the most, even, you can't pay that guy forty million a year, right? I mean, how are you going to do that? Yeah, I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. We'll see how this year goes. Because right now, I'm in, I mean, I don't think the. I, I don't know. This is one of those years where I think the AFC is definitely between the Chiefs and Patriots. And <laughs> I'll then, listen. I I'll treat the Patriots like the old Spurs or whatever. Like when they get knocked out, then I'll believe that they're out. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, this, but I'm just saying, I think lose. that's going to be the AFC championship game. And then I look at the NFC and it's I'll like, I'd be stunned if it's not those two guys. Right? Oh, hundred percent. They should just make that the Super Bowl. Well, my team could uh, get there eventually. Yeah, if they well. get everyone healthy. Who you got? I got the Chargers. Oh, the, the Rams? The Chargers. Oh, Chargers. Oh, God. They have enough talent. Just if, Is it on the field And he's one of those fans though, that'll refuse to believe is he just doesn't accept that. They won more games than the Patriots last year. And? <laughs> Yeah, they. I mean, they, they were. That's their thing. They. They, like they just were the clear win, third best win. team, and they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead last year. They were good enough to win the AFC. It just yeah. once you get they've in the been playoffs, good enough to win the AFC. You've been sabotaged by your kicker a couple of years, yeah, right? Injuries in the playoffs. Yeah, I guess we'll the, see. The weird rivalry with the, I mean, Jets, health, the Jets beat you in the playoffs every year. I mean, like, we're only in. That. I mean, we're only in week five. I mean, health is obviously a big thing. I mean, you never know at any moment any of these true. star players I mean, can go Rivers down. Never seems to get hurt though. So I mean, yeah. No, he still good. looks like he's got a couple years. I mean, he still looks. And I think great. it's because of what yeah. you just said. He doesn't get hurt. I think he just made his like two hundred something straight start or something like that. Yeah, he yeah. passed. He passed Eli. Oh, those so. bastards. Those <laughs> bastards. That Eli streak is. I want to. Uh, that's under protest. That still the should be. Geno like, Smith bullshit when they benched <laughs> him for Gino one Smith, game. Right? That's so like, dumb. How bad could you botch that? I mean, you're New York. Like how bad? Yeah. Uh, was that a uh, the McAdoo? Would he McAdoo, do that? Yeah, McAdoo just. Yeah. He probably just wanted to leave his mark. Like fuck you, Eli, on the way out. Yeah, I, I mean you. <laughs> but it's it's funny though because I was uh, that's week, how that shit goes. Week I two, I mean, I was gonna say this. Week two, I had speaking of Eli, man, I had uh, like a fool. Before, Eli's last game, I had him minus. I want to say it was like one and a half or something against the Bills. Yeah, and I was like, oh, they're at home. The Bills. I mean, how high are we on them yet? Like, yeah, we'll just let it be. This is only week two. 
And when I, I was like looking on my phone because we weren't, I wasn't able to watch the game on TV. And I'm seeing what Eli's doing, like throwing picks, getting sacked. And I, all I kept yelling at my phone was, what do the Giants feel like they owe him? Like just put in they owe him everything. Daniel I mean, what Jones. do you mean? Like they, they, he's no. the only reason they're relevant. In the no, last I know, but I'm just saying, years, like, right? just I like mean, it's good. It was good. You had a great run, but yeah, you know, no, break I agree with up. all that. I, I, like and I said, as, finally as, the second, like, yeah. though, of course, the week after. They finally put in Daniel Jones, and it's like, all right, at least just switch it up. Because well, honestly, I think listen, gonna... they're paying Eli for the whole year, That's so funny. it wasn't like they weren't going to play him at all this year. He's still getting twenty million. Well, like this you year. knew he was going to start he signed through next year, actually. But well, it's time to I mean, let this fucker go. But it was it was two years ago. It was time to let him go. But they just they kept. But I'm saying they just hang on too long. I well, think. but with Eli, but it wasn't. See, the problem with the Giants management is that it wasn't that they held on to Eli, thinking that Eli would still be great and have greatness in him. They held on to Eli. Because they didn't want to, they didn't want to have to go get another quarterback. They thought that they could rebuild and still kind of get by with Eli. And, and once Eli got in the playoffs, then he'll do his thing and we'll get to the Super Bowl. It, it which seems is clear what they crazy. Yeah, right? What they did last year was like, we got Odell. He's top three receiver. Get the best running back. There you go. He's got weapons. That's yes, all you need. Right. But no, you need to be able to move in the pocket. If you don't have exactly. an elite offensive line, yes. it's just like he, he never had that in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Never. It's just. I mean, it's just but yeah, and and then to to go and to trade Odell Beckham, who I guess was wearing out his welcome out there, fine. But if you knew that Eli's time was days were numbered, which you should have, because you benched him the year before. I mean, does Odell help a new quarterback or does he hurt a new quarterback? Right? I'm sure Daniel Jones would rather have Odell Beckham out there. Yeah. Right. So that none of that made sense. Like they got rid of him for non-football reasons, right? He didn't commit any crimes or beat anybody up or do anything like that. He, they just didn't like him, so they got rid of him. Well, like, I mean, he does seem to... I, I don't I don't understand the thing with the watch and then the helmet visor. He's a look-at-me guy, and she's you like, know? Yeah. You don't need to do this. Like, No, he doesn't. Like, I don't care about touchdown dances or any or comments, yeah. but like, he took himself off the field with that visor, that uh, Monday night game. Yeah. And I was like, that's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, they didn't need I him because agreed. they played the Jets, but it was just like, <laughs> that's the kind of shit that teams... Yes, can't be cool with. Yeah, so I got it. But I mean, again, this was this was all brought on by the fact that you have this weapon, you have this guy who, in his first three years, was catching more balls and more touchdowns and more yards than anybody who ever played the game. Gets hurt, comes back to a quarterback who can't get the ball to him anymore. Yeah, so he's standing out there now. He's in a contract year with a quarterback who can't get him the football. Right, so he's obviously acting out. Not that I'm, I'm not saying he should have, or but you know his behavior was acceptable because it wasn't, but. That was the thing. Like, had you done this with Eli two years ago, had we made a quarterback switch two years ago, maybe the quarterback they brought in, maybe it wouldn't be Daniel Jones and maybe we'd still be in some trouble, but maybe that guy would have been getting the ball to Beckham and then Beckham wouldn't have been complaining or marrying the kicking fucking net or whatever he was doing or, you know what I mean? Like, maybe if you had coddled him a little bit and gave him somebody to give him the ball, he'd still be on that team. And he being on our team, we would be better than he being off the team. Yeah, I mean, you remember that? Uh, their, I mean, their last playoff appearance where uh, he uh, kind of had a meltdown after the game, being so he upset. Was terrible. Yeah, well, he was terrible. Like he should. He was terrible. Like Eli was dealing at the beginning of the game. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, Eli was dealing, and they were dropping all the boat guys were dropping balls all over the place, right? And they then Rogers threw the the hail mary at the half, and that game was over. But that was a very winnable playoff game by the Giants, and Beckham was one of the reasons they lost that game. So he does. Yeah, he did have that. That is true. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the conversation with him after that game was, but it's like, come on, man, you're so good. You need to do better. You need to not be as unstable. I don't yeah, know right. Like, 
But then Antonio Brown loses his mind too, oh, right? Antonio I mean, Brown, man. And it's always been crazy wide receivers. Like, what is it about that position? I think some of them, they Keyshawn honestly... was nuts. I think right? they get in too much into the fame. Steve Smith, nuts. They get, like, Michael kind Irvin of... Michael Irvin was... Michael Irvin, Ray Carruth. It's like these Showtime guys. Like, And for whatever reason, it's the wide receivers are the ones that happen. It seems yeah. like are the Showtime guys. Uh, and, Terrell Owens, uh, Ocho Cinco. Randy right? Moss. Like Randy Moss, right? Yeah, right? They're all nuts. And it's like, it just seems like they're like the Showtime guys. Those are the guys that end up being on, like shows or whatever commercials and they're the look at me guys and yeah. they're the ones that end up being the flashy ones and yeah it's just it's interesting to see like that really is how yeah. it seems to be you do I th- have- yeah i mean i think i think the giants are on the way up now i think with I mean, if you have a quarterback you're on the way up if you don't you're done yeah, so you if can he, build yeah. around that yeah so if he looks like he does if he looks like this the rest of the year you know as a serviceable quarterback then they're on the way up so that's not and bart you throw barkley back there now you're going to have to go out and draft yeah, I mean, a wide receiper. Exactly. Well, I mean, Shepard and Ingram isn't a bad start. Ingram I, eh, Ingram I like, but you know he disappears a lot. He gets hurt a lot. Shepard I like is a number two. He's not a number one. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I don't know that Tate's a number one anymore either, but I like Golden Tate. Like Golden Tate's a solid wide receiver. And I think Jones will make him look good because I think Jones looks pretty good right now. He'll be back this week, right? He, he was out games. for four weeks. Was it four games? Was so. it four games? I think, yes. I think four games back. is the usual suspension yeah. or something. Yeah, for uh, what, fertility drugs. That's what he was. <laughs> accidentally slipped steroids in his uh, fertility drugs. Like It is always guys. so funny when it's uh, like, oh, I had no idea. Just come on, right? News just, to me. Yeah. What? Uh, no, I, I get that at GNC, man. I don't know how there's anything in there, right? Like, come on. <laughs> that's pretty funny. All right. Well, I think it's been a pretty solid happy hour. Tommy, thank you for uh, joining yes, us. Yes, always a pleasure. Thank you guys for... Having me out. We definitely had some good stories. Yeah, stay tuned. All over the place. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> solid happy hour, as all of them are. Uh, stay tuned for potential live pods coming soon to the uh, Villa Park area. But uh, I think that'll wrap up episode 137. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Off-Road Head of State Andy. Mm-hmm. See you later. Tony Katz. Thank you. And the man. Myth, the Traveler. <laughs> Tommy. That's right. Got it right that time. All righty, we'll see you later.